Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, this is episode number 206 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is The Power of Praise, Part 3. As we have looked over the power of praise this month, in the first week, we saw the power of praise to take you from a spirit of heaviness to hallelujahs. Last week, we saw the power of praise in delivering Judah and Jehoshaphat from the surrounding armies that were trying to defeat them. This week, we will see the power of praise in Paul and Silas's life while they were in prison. People praise in different ways, but when we praise, we should be expressing approval, admiration, applaud, extolling, magnifying, lifting up God. He should be the focus of our praise. Basically, praise is an expression of humbling ourselves and focusing our attention upon the Lord with our heartfelt expressions of love, adoration, and thanksgiving. There are various actions that can be involved in praising God. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, it says, declaring of thanks. So praise can include declaring thanks. In Psalm 47, 1, it says, clapping hands and shouting. Also, in Psalm 150, verse 4, it says, musical instruments and dancing. So that can be a part of praise. In Psalm 9, verse 11, it says singing praise songs. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 to 20, it says psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So that those are different ways in which we can bring praise. In Psalm 98, 4, it says making a joyful noise. In Psalm 134.2, it says, by lifting up our hands. In Psalm 4, verse 3 to 5, and in Psalm 46, verse 10, believe it or not, it says, by being still. And then in Psalm 33.3 and Psalm 95, verse 1 to 6, it says, by being loud. So you see, all of us express our praise in different ways. And as I have traveled and had the opportunity to speak in different situations, I am so blessed to see the various ways in which people worship and praise God. It's a wonderful thing to know that God sees the hearts and he's able to discern whether we're worshiping 
or whether we're praising just for our outward appearance or whether it is true adoration and thanksgiving in our hearts to him. Now for me, I can lift up my hands whether in church or not and I can sway to music and just sing unto our Lord. And I remember when I went to this church for the first time that I would just do what I normally do, even whether I'm in my car or in my house. Like I raise my hands or I might swoon to the music or whatever. And I'm just very expressive with my worship. And I know that there were some people who weren't used to that around me and kind of like said, oh, wow, that's something to see you worship like that. While others are motionless, but yet they're very expressive in their heart to God. So one is not better or one is not right and the other wrong. God knows our heart, but yet the object of our affection and praise should be God. Now, I want to share some scripture in regards to Paul and Silas when they were in prison and what happened when they praised. Again, we're talking about the power of praise And we're going to see even in this scripture how power was released during their praise. And so I'm not exactly sure how they expressed themselves and whether hands were involved or whatever. That's not what's important. What is important is that they praised and a miracle happened. So let's look at Acts chapter 16 verses 25 to 34. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Now look at the time. It was midnight. Now normally at midnight, it's pretty dark. So I would just like to encourage you, even in the darkest situations, if you would just praise God, you would see that as a Christian, you had the ability to bring light even in the darkest situations. And that while you're praising God, a lot of times you're not just affecting yourself, but others. Others are looking at you to see your joy and your praise and your relationship with God, just as the other prisoners were listening to Paul and Silas. Okay, so let's go on. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's chains were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awakened from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing that the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice saying, Do yourself no harm, for we're all here. Look at this miracle that took place when they were praising God, praying and singing hymns to him. All of a sudden, an earthquake happened. Paul and Silas didn't wait to get out of prison. They didn't wait for things to get better to praise God. It was while they were in prison, and it was midnight, darkest time possibly. And yet they praised God. They turned to God. They were adoring Him. They were magnifying Him, thanking Him with a grateful heart. And then there was a great earthquake, and it shook the prison, opened the doors, and every prisoner was released from their chains, to the point that the prison guard, when he realized what took place, and because of the Roman law, 
that if any guard would allow a prisoner to escape, they would be put to death, this prison guard automatically just took his sword out and he was about to kill himself. But Paul knew that he was getting ready to do that and said, don't harm yourself. We're all here. Even that's a miracle. Because any prisoner that was bound and the chains would come off and the prison doors open, who wouldn't get out? Who wouldn't run? But the power of praise, and I don't know how and in what way Paul and Silas were praising God, but it is recorded in the scriptures that the others were listening, even to the point when what had them bound was broken off of them, they were still there. They didn't run. And Paul was convincing the jailer not to commit suicide because they had not disappeared from the prison. I don't know whether there's midnight in your life and maybe you're even feeling suicidal, but I want you to listen to the rest of this story because God has a miracle for you and he wants you to know that there's life on the other side if you would just believe. Let's pick up on verse 29. Then he called for a light. This is the prison guard. And he ran in and he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas and he brought them out. And then he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? The praising, the prayers, the testimony of Paul and Silas was so strong. And the prison guard seeing that how the other prisoners were affected by them, he cried out, what do I have to do to be saved? First of all, he realized that he was lost. And that's what everyone has to come to realize that we all have sinned and we're all lost. We're all separated from God. That is important for us to realize that, to know that we need to be saved and that we need a savior. So Paul and Silas told him what he had to do. In verse 31, it says, so they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You and your household. So it wasn't something that he had to do in regards to some action. What he had to do was to believe. He had to exercise faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Christ has already done everything that you need to have eternal life. He died in your place, paid your sin death, was crucified, died, buried, but rose again the third day having victory over death and sin. And now if you will just believe that he died in your place and for you, and you confess that with your mouth and believe it in your heart, you will be saved. So it wasn't something that the jailer had to do. The only thing that he could do was put his faith and belief in what Jesus had already done for him. And then he could be saved and everyone in his household who did the same. Then verse 32 says, they spoke with the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. You see, they were in prison. They were beat up. They had wounds. So he cleansed their wounds and he helped them. And they spoke the word of the Lord to his household. And look what it says. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Each family member had to put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Each one has to know that they're lost and put their faith in Jesus Christ. And when they do that, the next step then 
is to do the outward expression of what takes place on the inside. And the outward expression is done through baptism, where you are taken underwater, showing that you have buried and died to the old life, and you come up out of the water, showing that you have a new life in Christ and are reconciled to God through the shed blood of Jesus. When you put your faith and trust in Jesus, your sins are no longer accounted to you. God has freed you. You're a new person, a new creation in God. And so when you're baptized, that's an outward expression of how you've been cleansed and made new on the inside. And now verse 34 says, Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, and he rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. Now isn't that beautiful? Look at what the power of praise did in the life of Paul, Silas, the prisoner, the jailer, and his household. Look at how powerful praise was. Look at how it set free all of those that were in prison. But not only that, the power of praise and praying to God can set you free from the prison of sin and death and break off all that has you bound and give you new life in Jesus Christ. Please go to our website given at the end of the podcast and be set free from the prison of sin and death through Jesus Christ by accepting him as your personal Savior and Lord. This happens when you know that you are lost and that you have sinned against God and you ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins and to give you his free gift of eternal life. You see, you can't do anything to earn it. It is a free gift. But if you will confess your faith in Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will be saved. And I explain this more so on our website. So please go to our website or contact us and we'll be able to help you further. I would like to read Psalm 117 in closing. Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people. For his merciful kindness is great toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. We'll see you next week, and smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.